We're back. This is the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast, and we have a listener question again from Todd in Oxford, that uh, in England, that uh, we will talk around. I have to say, Todd, it's your longest question yet, and William's looking forward to reading it out. I'm Stuart the Wild Man Mavit. <laughs> I'm Stuart the Wild Man Mavit, and uh, I talk about nature. I write about nature. I do these podcasts about nature. Who's the co-host? William Mackley. He Stuart thinks that I'm going to be reading this out, but I'm just going to leave silence so he yeah. has to fill it in. Uh, I'm William Mackley. I'm a photographer. Um, I've been doing a live show for a very long time now. Every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Come and join me on facebook.com forward slash shot at an angle. Come and have a chat with me. I haven't been doing it the last couple of weeks because of various challenges in my life. Um, I've just been supporting my mum. She's needed support, really. Uh, anyway, that's me. Well, we got a question from Todd, like you said, from yeah. this, this must be second, it's third, fourth, I think. Fourth, fifth, but, tenth, twentieth. You know, hopefully. Uh, these run of quite distinct questions from Todd will, will help us all learn something new and uh, we, 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 we have real discussions, real opinions and no scripts, William. Uh, yeah, we just we, we, we have the question in front of us and we go from the discussion there. Sometimes you will have notes. Often it's more, more often that Stuart, you all have notes. I, yeah. I generally talk from my truth as it is yeah. now. Now we have talked about and thought about potentially going back and picking questions from the past and actually revisiting them. Yeah. Not even just to even to listen to what we said the first time round, but to actually just revisit them because we can guarantee that in since we last discussed those questions mm. that we're going to come up with something different, aren't we? Yeah, and what we're thinking of doing is putting the in the description of those revisited questions the original recording we did so you can listen to them both and see where we've evolved and yeah. many people say oh well you're contradicting yourselves in these two recordings no it's an evolution opinions change and grow well i think i think we can naturally can't we naturally contradict ourselves anyway yeah. in general yeah we're not the go-to experts we're just the go-to guys who are willing to talk about anything openly and if we don't anything know, <laughs> and we don't know the answers we say we don't know the answers anything yeah. Right, so the question that Stuart's going to read out is from Todd in Oxford. Uh, he thinks I'm going to read it out. Go on then, crack on, son. Uh, the impacts of colonialism, uh, the former slave trade, still exist in my view. So this is this is Tom, Todd. uh, Todd's question. I said Tom there, sorry, Todd. Uh, so yeah, the impacts of colonialism and the former slave trade still exist in my view. Racism is deeply ingrained in UK culture, which in part is a result of formerly having an empire. Much of this racism is subtle and not acknowledged too often in my view. Why isn't the UK school curriculum containing the full picture of the UK history and the negatives and positives of us having had an empire and up to our necks in colonialism and the slave trade history? What are we trying to hide? Or maybe you feel we're not hiding anything. Many English people have little knowledge of our history and how other cultures perceive us in the modern day as a consequence of that. Is our seeming lack of wanting to talk about our involvement in historic outrages rooted in, in us thinking if we acknowledge our history will mean we'll be saying we are still colonialists? Just because our ancestors were, in my view, this is Todd's view, doesn't mean we are just because we acknowledge that. But not talking about it perpetuates, in my view, the bad stuff of the past. Colonialism seems to still exist, but in another form with the dominant world power still currently extracting earth minerals from all over the world. Yet when the populations in these those areas are displaced or become economic migrants, they are not supported. I see in some poor countries, some locals have the job of extracting minerals but are paid very little. 
with the value increasing obscenely once it gets to the dominant powers above. For example, I think the diamond industry in Sierra Leone, the value does not filter down to the local people doing the work. So interests still are protected even if they do the extraction themselves. This is all a mess. Good luck, guys, discussing this lot. Well, well I, th thanks for the good wishes there at the end, Todd. Yeah, well, I, I personally think I wouldn't want to say too much because Todd um, says enough in his points. But let's yeah. have a go. Uh, the impacts of colonialism and former slave trade still exist, in my view. Absolutely. And it's not subtle. It's there, and it still informs the way we approach things. If we um, we're too ready to displace other 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 nations to to, to access their the, the 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 what do you call it the minerals in their land? Yes. You know, yeah. and if they don't go, then we invade. Yeah. You know, we want you. We want your oil. We're going to take over. Well, stuff like that. So yeah, I, I don't think we need to expand too much. Racism is deeply ingrained in UK culture. Absolutely. Is that is that unique to UK culture though? No, I don't think it is. But um, is it a specific type of racism? And and from the from it being us being colonial. Well, from I, I, the, I, I, having I think, an empire. I think so many of British opinions, views, habits murmurings they're, they're motivated by hidden past inequalities mm. and we, we don't necessarily recognize that because as Todd goes on to say we're not educated about our own history so we don't we see we're we're speaking and acting and and responding in isolation but actually it's because of I'm not saying it's genetic but it's come through uh, uh, you know our, our, bl our blinkers are br brought through from our parents we brought it through from their parents. But the question here that I think one one definitely worth investigating and talking about is why isn't the UK school curriculum containing the full picture of UK history? Yeah. I think because it's almost like we we want we've moved on from it and we don't want to acknowledge that the the negatives especially that happened. Well, it's a multicultural country this and the people who set out the curriculum want to have uh, be seen to be fair so everybody has to get their moment in the sun all the cultures need to be rec represented in the curriculum but I think it's at the sacrifice of people hearing about the good and the bad of British history we're, yeah. we're, we're, and somebody said to me the other day well what are you taught if you're not taught your own history anything but our history talking about Romans invading the Vikings invading the Normans invading well actually the Normans are the Vikings and the different guys but there you go that's a different uh, they are indeed yeah the Norsemen weren't they yeah the uh, and we're not talking about the Opium Wars we're talking spoken about oh, how much good we did in in Hong Kong but you know we were in Hong Kong because you know we wanted all those opiate that were what what happened in India, for example? Yeah, it's but just, is that is that not it. being taught now? Do you not think? No, I don't even think it's. I don't even think the word empire or or we lost an empire is even mentioned now. You know, I mean, neither of us have been to school for a very long time, no, have we? No, and we don't have we don't have a children that are at school. We don't no. have children at all, but we don't have no. children that go through the school system. So well, it'd be interesting to hear exactly what what history is currently taught yeah. in uk schools well why isn't it taught in in in, in con taught in the uk curriculum and told the full picture uh 
But I, 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 not... I don't know why it's not, and and I think that's this comes through generations. The the, the slave trade was buried. It wasn't talking about. It, it was normalised, and I just think there are our ability in the UK to put things aside, leave things under the carpet. We've mastered that very, very well because of multiple generations doing it. Why why it's not spoken about fear? You know, they want to be... Everybody has their, you know, so many cultures. Yeah. I don't think there's a big brother up there trying to hide our history. It's uh. just... Uh, I, I, I think that the people I listen to are the people who actually leave school and actually try and fill in the gaps of their own history themselves. But the information's there. Yeah, yeah. You, you, it's, you're learning yourself. But is it autodidactic? I think it's the word for self-learning. Yeah. I, I, I think that's, that's the most impactful learning. So if this part episode of the podcast just gets you out there if you're in the, a UK citizen and you, and, and you want to le- just go out there and just learn and just the positives and the negatives of any particular thing that goes on uh, what are we trying to hide or maybe you feel we are hiding nothing I don't necessarily think we're trying to hide anything it's just you know all these years generations in the future the people setting the curriculum even they struggle to see the relevance yeah um, and, and I, I just think I think some scientists need to invent time travel to get people going backwards and, and, and observing it. Yeah. Um, but it's, I, I think the problem with the UK culture is, we, I've said this before, we, we, because of our lack of understanding of our own history, we struggle to perceive how other cultures see us. But is it also that you don't want to know the history, you just want to, almost like you just want to see the good thing? Yeah. It's a confirmation bias in some respects. Yeah. Because it's, you know, many, when main says, says here, many English people have little knowledge of our history and how culture, other cultures perceive us in the modern day as a consequence of that. I don't think it really is even yeah. relevant because if you're, if you're, especially if you're a nationalist, you're not really going to be interested in what other people think anyway. Because yeah. you think na- your nation's the best. And I don't think that's necessarily just a British thing. I, 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 it's not, definitely not a British thing if you see what's happening in the world. Yeah. It, happens, how, what happens in America, what happens in Russia. What happens in in China, you know, it, it's but everywhere. But wasn't America uh, a British colony? We it originally was, it, yeah, yeah. Originally was, yeah. But I do remember just going back to this, the quest, the, the question about learning history at school here, or the the statement about learning history at school that my American friend said that they spent three years, I think it was middle school, yeah. learning history, and two of those were about American history. Yeah. Considering that American history is not a long, and yeah. it's American history as in the United States of America history. Yeah. Yeah, and and I'm sure a lot of again they probably wouldn't have been they would probably learn all the good stuff and not uh, learn any of the bad stuff. Yep. Uh, another good point uh, Todd raises: many English people have little knowledge of their history and how other cultures perceive us in the modern day, and yeah. as a consequence of that, is our seeming lack of wanting to talk about our involvement in historic outrages rooted in us thinking that if we acknowledge our history. It will mean we're saying we are colonialists and racists and slave owners as well. I think there is an aspect of that. There's a guilt. There's a guilt uh, complex, and and I do think um, I do think that it does inform some of what UK people say and think. Because yeah, I do think if they acknowledge it, that, that they think they're acknowledging that 
they're responsible. No, I don't think they're responsible, but by acknowledging it, you can then start to move on from it. But there's, there's, there's a difference between acknowledging that it happened in the past and that it actually is affecting today. Yeah. They're different. They're, they're very different things. And actually, the second is much harder for somebody to acknowledge because it'll always find, re, find things that would, would, would refute that, right? Yeah. And ignore the things that confirm it. Yeah, I, I think people struggle to see that, that how we, we, we still... Um, go to other countries, not just UK, but other dominant countries. Go to other countries to extract minerals. Yeah, we don't. S- we struggle to actually see the connection with how we do that, with how you know the Aborigines Aborigines were treated in the uh, in Australia, how the Native Indians are treated in North America. Yeah, how the Mapuche people in Peru are treated. It's still going on now, and I. I I, I, I don't think people, partially because of their lack of education about our history, see that it's really, really ingrained. And it's the same same thing. I saw a photograph of it on LinkedIn this morning. Uh, there, there was an office, a large, long office that had been emptied. And, and, and the guy who, who put the post on, he, he, he empties offices and recycles, furni- recycles furniture ethically. And... He took a picture of this empty office. And I just looked at that and I thought, that's a very Victorian scene because that could have just been e- easily had sort of cotton looms making textiles. Yeah. Uh, you know, but nowadays you get rows and rows of people sat at, at desks. Yeah. And that's still the Victorian workhouse in a new, in a new style. Are we, are, we, are we truly out of the Industrial Revolution at all? No. Uh, and I don't think we're out of the workhouses, really. No. Uh, colonialism seems to still exist, but in another form. Absolutely. Uh, the dominant world powers still currently extracting earth minerals from all over the world. Absolutely. Yet the populations uh, in those areas that are displaced and become economic migrants, they are not supported. I couldn't agree more. Where's the motivation for, to support them? I think yeah. it's probably, and it's almost like you make the money out of those people, yeah. and then why would you support them any further? But it's interesting what you say about the diamond industry in Sierra Leone. They're saying they've made that industry ethical by, instead of outsiders coming in and mining it, and then the locals just being paid a pittance to help them mine it, the actual locals mine the diamonds themselves, but they don't get much money for it because the value is is added to that diamond after the miners have produced it and given it to the the, the industry. So this pretense of or getting the locals to dig it themselves is still on the pittance of a wage. I, I, the way you've structured this question, Todd, I think you, you, you it's more of a statement, actually. There's lots of questions in there, but I feel, I feel that you probably started off with with something in your head and then you just went with it and see where, yeah. where it took you and there's often that's exactly how we talk about on this podcast so you could yeah. say this is a perfect perfect question the uh, way he sums it up this is a mess absolutely it is a mess often this podcast is a mess yeah and we, <laughs> we have to I think we all have to start talking about this stuff to make it to recognise it's a mess and then start doing something and about it to actually it. understand it and put it to, yeah. to get it to, to, to tidy it up I suppose to actually even yeah get your thoughts in, in line so go to your room tidy your room <laughs>
don't just move stuff from one side of the room to the other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we've had that conversation. My mum used to say, Stuart, clear that muck up in your room. So I used to go in there for a couple of hours. She'd come in and she said, you've just moved, you moved your muck from one side of the room to the other. You haven't done anything. I'll leave you with that thought. <laughs>